In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome back, everybody. Special emergency bonus, bonus episode. What other adjectives can I throw in there? <laughs> Hot off the presses? I don't L- like Literally. That. Oh, my God. Like, drop everything. That's pretty much what we did. We, we were going to drop everything last night on Monday night, but then, um, you know, th- it's Tuesday morning now. But Danny has a life and I don't. <laughs> I have. Yes, I had I had a, I had a dinner. And, you know, whenever I'm allowing myself to go out to eat, I can't. I and you text me when I was on the subway and I was like, should I voice record from the subway in and out of service? But I don't think any person that. would enjoy that audio format. I, we could have just done live subwaying on the F train that I was on. Oh my god! <laughs> Honestly, that'll that'll be our next live show, which uh, we do need to set up. But yes, live from the F train. Why? We're just like you ride it up and down. But yes. I mean, I feel like every single person. I mean, besides the title of this episode, they know what this bonus is about because I'm pretty sure every true crime fan. Yeah. Uh, their texts were sent, like the, the the Google alerts, everything was sent into oh, a yeah. frenzy last night. The group chats are popping off. Yes. And I will say that honestly, like, love that you guys love that we do these bonuses because like everybody else is talking about this. And like there is a new to. episode of Serial and we, you know, I love that you're coming to us too, even though. I don't know why, but hey. Because we caught, we, we, because we unpack it. We are like, okay, we all listen to yes. it. We all saw the news. What's happening? Like, we're not bringing you additional facts, but we're just like, wait, guys, no. guys. Yeah. yeah, it's more so, we're the group chat. We're your group chat. Uh, yes, we are your group chat. I mean, and so we're obviously talking about like the biggest story of the day slash week. Um, Adnan Sayed, the subject of the serial podcast, has been released from prison. Huge fucking news. Um, Huge. Gigantic. But, n- okay, After not he was so in fast. for 20 years. Oh, yeah. But yeah yes, fast. I know. He's he's 42 41. now, yeah. I think, and he was convicted when he was like 18 or 19. Oh, God. Um, like something like that in, in, in high school. Um, But not so fast because, Mm-mm. like, I mean, this is a huge win, of course, for his defense um, and team, but it, it doesn't mean necessarily that he is um, like a Dis- totally um, free man. Yes. So here's what's going on. So last week, and we kind of knew this was coming too, because last week prosecutors filed a motion to have a judge vacate his original conviction because they said the trial prosecutors from his original case hid from the defense that there were two what they called alternative suspects in Heyman Lee's murder. And I think it's very interesting that the prosecutors like filed to vacate this motion, basically admitting that they didn't have not even basically they did admit that they yeah, did yeah. not have confidence in his original conviction. And it, I, it it's interesting to me and any lawyer listening to this is probably going to be like, just shut up. Do they get in trouble? You know, the prosecutors who like didn't lie. But you know what I mean? Or do they just go like, oopsies? Like, because you put, you know what I mean? Like, they, they like, is that considered like um lying to the courts in a sense yeah i mean it's it definitely constitutes a brady violation um which was like the grounds for getting this vacated but 
I, I mean, I don't know if they're still working. Like, you know, it was because like right now it feels ago. like oh, that's true. Because right now it's giving me like swipe or no ago? swipe in. Oh, like, old ninety nine. I know ninety nine. So almost thirty. Closer to thirty than no. Nah, oh, okay, actually, so twenty. All right, we're closer good. to twenty okay. than thirty. Never mind. <laughs> twenty years ago. So yeah, they might not still be working. Um. So it was because of these alternative suspects. They also are saying that the cell phone tower data that was used to track uh, Syed's whereabouts the day of uh, Lee's murder was unreliable. And hmm. if you listen to Serial and also like the spinoff Undisclosed podcast hosted by Rabia Chowdhury, um, they kind of talked about how like it was it's only really relevant to place where you are when you make outgoing calls and to try to place where you are based on incoming calls, they say is not actually reliable. Um, it's more of a murky territory. Yeah. yeah. And so like that's what they um, were, you know, I think that was like a big point in both of those podcasts. So, I mean, the judge agreed and vacated the sentence on Monday. So city, Baltimore City Circuit Court Judge Melissa Finn vacated uh, charges of murder, kidnapping, robbery and false imprisonment. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, she vacated those convictions. So um, Adan was released without bail and he's going to be placed on home detention with GPS monitoring. However, the prosecution now could retry the case. They could drop the charges. We don't really know what they're going to do yet. Um, The judge gave them 30 days to decide. So for now, he is home and that is great. Um, we just don't know like what's what going to happen. It's going to happen. I. Wh- what do you feel? I think I feel like they would just drop it because unless it's a different prosecutor who's going to be like, okay, we messed up, but like you know what I mean. That's kind of where I'm leaning, especially like because the prosecutors were the ones who uh, moved to vacate the charges. That it seems like they. Well, okay, they did say when they did that, like we are not saying that he's innocent, innocent. we're we, saying that like the the integrity of this conviction doesn't hold up we can't prove um, it as much as he yeah right so like on the i don't know on the one hand i could see like a move for politics on both sides like number one mm. to kind of save their asses but on the other hand like this is so high profile that i, I could see them just dropping it um well also i wonder i mean i guess they I wonder if they'll bring to light who these other... Al- well, I mean, they, they did address some of the alternative suspects, too. So I wonder if they're going to, like, try to investigate them anymore or... Right. Not. But yeah, do you want to get into the alternative suspects? So, yeah, because they, they knew about the other suspects. But they didn't get into, like, naming them, but... Right, right. I don't think, but they did say that... Because what I was reading is one of the suspects, the prosecutor said, had even threatened Lee, saying that, quote-unquote, he would make her disappear... Jeez. So I kind of, I, I would assume that would be someone worth bringing up now, or I don't know if they like personally investigated after the fact and realized it's a no, but I think there probably is a very much unopened uh, question there. And I, I know, because yeah. like, like you said, the prosecutor said the state no longer has the confidence and the integrity of the conviction and everything like that. But I feel like there is, it's, I, I think that they really should try, I mean, if anything, because this is such a high profile case, like you said, they should bring those other suspects to light and at least maybe not into right. like a full media frenzy, but to a degree where it's like, OK, well, you put this guy behind bars for 20 years with a maybe more than a hunch. But with this idea, it's time to see where how these other ones pan out. 
Right. And it, what I think is kind of interesting is like the Maryland attorney general is not happy. <laughs> mm. Well, with, also because uh, like to bring up too, I mean, I know it's only, it's like everything is like an election time-ish too now. Mm-hmm. Big on that because November, yeah. Yeah. So um, the attorney general is not happy with the Baltimore City State's attorney and said in a statement Um, Neither state's attorney Mosby nor anyone from her office bothered to consult with either the assistant state's attorney who prosecuted the case or with anyone in my office regarding these alleged violations. The file in this case was made available on several occasions to the defense. Huh. But I'm like, if that's the case, well, I don't know. I'm like, if that's true, then. Why did the judge decide what they did? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's also the thing, because it's not like this came out of, like, the blue or something. Like a judge did look at everything and kind of make this play. Yeah, I mean, I don't case. fucking know. Yeah. I do not know. Um, and, I mean, Heyman Lee's family is understandably very distraught. Well, um, this just brings up so much, like, it just reopens yeah. every wound, too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and... Sarah Koenig was also at the courthouse on Monday. There is a new episode of Serial. It's out right now, um, which is just, I feel like the twist or the sort of outcome that every Serial fan probably wanted, but I don't think I ever expected it to happen Mm, because like, it really made its way all the way up to the Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear the case. Yeah, Um, and also like- So it's, Wow. When did that come out? 24, like almost a decade ago, too. So yeah. you kind of think that it was like the impact it could have had would have happened then, not this major like, yeah. delay in it, but things take time and who knows. It's- totally. It's interesting. I mean, it, it really is just interesting, especially because this outcome is like so exceedingly rare. Um, For Yeah, that's why I'm like almost confused. I'm like, could lightning keep on striking where the prosecutors just go, you know, I, it's done. Yeah, who knows? I mean, they might decide it's not worth like relitigating. Yeah, and then I don't know if it's because like he, regardless of like he did serve time, so I don't know if they would kind of just have it chalk up with that too. But I am very curious to see what that's a good the point. Prosecutor's next move is with this. Yeah. Do you know how long was he sentenced to life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay, he so, was convicted for to I mean, life in two thousand. This is different than 18. that, but. Curious, yeah, so curious how they would chalk that up because, of course, twenty years is a lot shorter than life, but it was twenty years, so who knows? Mm-hmm. And I am, I really expect what I'm assuming happens is that there is a demand for the prosecutors to go overdrive on these other two suspects to see. I mean, who even fucking knows? I mean, it's been twenty-ish years. Like, are they alive still? Are they around? What's happening with them? Right. And all the evidence, if they try to find up evidence, like evidence from 20 years ago, that's hard to do. Navigate and everything too, of course, so. I mean, who knows? I mean, we'll see. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It has been a big, I mean, yesterday was a very big true crime listener 
viewers wild. wild week in the courts because while one is freed, another person is heading for some time. And <laughs> yeah. this case, I mean, I guess now we can even say, I feel like even when we covered it the first time, we were like, I, I guess it makes, uh, huh? Like it was re- Sherry Papini. Oh yeah, I know. There were like red flags. It's tough because I I don't want to like, publicly doubt someone no, like, uh, who claims exactly. to be a victim especially because we saw how um that exact assertion like really harmed this couple that in fact was kidnapped and the police <clears throat> said it was a hoax and like it just kind of destroyed their life um, exactly. And then it actually was real. So, so that's the thing. Up, but there definitely were red flags with this there from were the beginning. Red flags. And also it's hard when cases like this happen. It's what make people. Yeah. Things. So this is exactly. Why it's exactly. Just like, so, I feel like we've covered like both sides of these types of things. Yeah. Where because it's, it's like you said, <clears throat> people doubting that couple because there is a Sherry in yeah. the world. So yes. in case you need the refresher on her, Sherry Papini is a mom who faked her own kidnapping and made it seem like she was abducted while on a jog in 2016. What also makes us worry, she was like, white blonde woman. Uh, she at, she said that she was, uh, she claimed that she was abducted by two Hispanic women. So also in this area, she really heightened uh, racism and- And it was 2016. Yeah. So just think about what Trump was saying on the like election trail back then. <laughs> exactly. So really- Or like the, I guess it was like Thanksgiving time. So whatever. But think about right what he was saying time. back then. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So on top of that, she was found three weeks later, 140 miles away from home. And uh, it it, it came out that, uh, so we'll get into all of that. But in addition to the money, like what they were talking about on uh, the like sentencing for and everything like that, on top of all the money wasted on like trying to find these captors, she also received $30,000 from the state for victim compensation, which is something that they give victims, which... When you're a real victim, I would think you need more. But that's, you know what I mean? But she did receive money from the state as a a victim. However, that combined with social security disability and a GoFundMe, girl got over 300,000. So. Wow. Of course, like classic, like, because she, Sherry Papini is a Facebook mom at her core. Classic, like, setting up GoFundMe vibes. What do you mean a Facebook mom at her core? That's funny. Like wanting to be home in time for the holiday. Like it's a truly like oh, and like smoke it like smoke and mirrors of like my happy family. Where was she? At her ex's house. <laughs> so <laughs> can you do that again? My, <laughs> my happy family. There like, we go. Like, there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like those are the when people post like, we got a new puppy and a new pumpkin for the things. And if you have those, I mean, I have a pumpkin and I want a puppy, but I'm just saying it's funny when people make a paragraph on Facebook. Totally, totally. You know what I mean? Shout out. Uh, honestly, just posted on uh, Be Real because that's where we go now, not Facebook, even though I don't have that app. <laughs> I have that app and every day it's like, oh, it's me in front of a screen again. I'm like, who the... F- I, this, I'm like, this app is fucking useless. Well, you like, know what? I think we all have to be real with ourselves and tell us all that we're boring. So let's not I know, do I'm this like, app. I can't use this, see this I don't want to see what, what, I don't want to see anybody else's screen. Like, this is dumb. They're like, it's like live TV. I'm like, that shit's scripted too. Like, it's not like, like, uh, Chloe Feynman isn't just going out on Saturday. Like, hey guys, like there's, skits. anyway. So, anyway. but yeah, in 2020, in, I was, wow, that's how much I hate saying this 
year because I was going to say 2022 because I can't I don't want to say 2020 but it is the year so it came out that the entire thing was a hoax and the DNA on her clothing I'm like, like wow is it really that long ago like it was two years I thought it was like a couple months ago that we found out it was a hoax but that was when uh, um like it started <laughs> to unre- but she got charged a couple months ago got it okay because mm-hmm. the DNA collected on her ex and admitted to help her concoct this entire plan uh they ran it through ge- uh genealogical testing and that's how they found the ex's DNA and everything like that. So then, like Sarah said, in March 2022, she was charged in a 35-count indictment. And a month later, she pled guilty to mail fraud and making false statements. Unsurprisingly. Where did the mail fraud come in? I think because didn't... Maybe because of the donations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wonder, did she mail a ransom note to her? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Mail fraud. They always get you with the mail fraud. That and the tax evasion. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, Sarah, you were sick for it, but Lou Pearlman also got some mail fraud hit for random. Oh, who see. Knows. So see, go, everyone, everyone. <laughs> everyone they get you. Just don't do your crimes fraud. in the mail. But the problem is, too, I, who, I think I was listening to this on a podcast and they said, um, you know, don't. Also, like anytime you do like a fraudulent credit card transaction, that's wire fraud. So. Oh, shit. It's tough. It's tough to tough to scam these days. Like it, it is. Um, <laughs> unsurprisingly, her husband divorced her uh, and filed for custody of the children, which I'm assuming he will. Yeah, probably get. Uh, what Papini said at the court, um, she said, "I am guilty of lying. I'm guilty of dishonor. I stand before you, willing to accept, to repent, and to concede. I trust in this court. I trust the officers handling my release, and I trust in you, Your Honor, to see me, to hear me." Huh? All right. But um, that, um, I, she saw the, I mean, the judge saw her and heard her because she Mm got (laughs) sentenced for 18 months in prison, more than the eight months that the prosecutors asked for, and so much more than the one month in custody and the rest at home that her attorney asked for. That's wild. Like they asked, the judge gave her more time than even the prosecutors. I wanted. know. and wow. um, because that they kind of. But the, I do uh, think that seems like a fair sentence, honestly. Like I a year think and a half, so you'll probably be out sooner than that. And like, what she did was horrible, did and it. also wasted a ton of money. Yeah, and um, the judge uh, William B. Shub, uh, he said people don't like to be conned. And I don't believe those people <laughs> who were deceived would believe that one month or eight months is sufficient for this. One month and is a joke. I mean, that just nothing. reminds me of like Ghislaine Maxwell. Like she, like her, I mean, I'm sure all attorneys do this because like it's like a negotiation, I guess. I guess but you have to, yeah. Like the prosecution was asking for like 65 years in jail. And I remember her being like, we think four months is good. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Something like it's that. It was insane. like some absurd amount. Yeah, and another thing too, he said that this he wanted to do the stiffer sentence to deter other potential hoax plotters, like people who were like thinking they could do this too to get notoriety and money, and be also because of the sheer number of people who were impacted because they had all these search, um, yeah, out, people looking, like we said too, uh, that time particularly to uh, how it like was racially charged, and on top of everything else, she has to pay three hundred and nine thousand dollars. Uh, in restitution, which the judge says will probably never get uh, paid. Because she's like, who's going to hire me now? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You should have thought of that. Yeah, babe. Yeah. She's like, now like cut to her selling Mary Kay. 
Oh my god, she's gonna be on cameo. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yikes. Yes. Uh and serve three years of supervised probation upon release. Um, she her sentencing will begin November eighth, which is sort of almost around the same time that she this whole thing started. Oh damn. It was like October, That's true. Halloween. Yeah. Wow. Pretty, it's pretty yeah. wild. I mean pretty wild. And I feel one well, I feel both maybe not Sherry's case, but we're gonna be watching uh all these uh, like more intensely to maybe do some more short bonus episodes just to fill you guys in, unpack, give our reactions and everything like that too. We don't even talk about Kim K getting sued about the fake Instagram stuff. I don't think we have to because I forgot. Oh about that. yeah. It's not, it's not that important now, but it's mainly just I mean, if you, not yeah. compared to Adnan Sayed getting out of prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's probably like, <sighs> thank oh God, I can God. still do my, like follow this account and enter Balenciaga or not Balenciaga. I don't even know. Yeah. I know those dumb like loop giveaways. Yeah. I'm like, what the, what? I don't even understand what they are, but yeah. And I guess neither does the court. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think that's it for today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. If you guys let us know your guys' reactions to all these stories, of course, on the Facebook group, not another true crime group, or you can DM it to at not another true crime. You can follow me on Instagram at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. You can follow me at Sarah Lameem. And thanks for listening. We'll be back Monday. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Batches.